Welcome back to Morning Trade Live. Let's continue our discussions with CEOs this morning. Joining us from Cross Country Healthcare, John Martins is the President and Chief Executive Officer. John, welcome to the TD Ameritrade Network. Thanks for being here with us. Thank you. Good morning, Oliver. You have a super interesting business that, uh, uh, just judging from the stock as well, had a uh, pretty big liftoff during COVID, uh, maybe for unfortunate reasons, but of course, the healthcare staffing biz obviously was in high demand during the pandemic. What are you guys seeing right now? You know, what we're seeing is we're seeing a move to, as you had mentioned, in, uh, to, a post, uh, to a post-COVID world right now. And in that post-COVID world, we're still seeing lots of COVID cases still coming up, of course, and it's unfortunate. But the great news is we have over 66% of everyone in the country double vaxxed and over 77% of the country being at least single vaxxed. So with that high vaccination rate, what we're seeing is while we're seeing cases on the rise right now, we're seeing less acuity in those cases and, and, and fortunately less deaths right now. That's good. Now, your business is uh, uh, driving most of the revenue from staffing services. Is that uh, providing uh, uh, nursing services? Is it providing uh, 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 specific types of uh, uh, bespoke health care or uh, procedural uh, doctors, surgeons? Where does that uh, mostly happen, uh, your services? So we run the gamut of all healthcare professionals, from nurses to doctors to allied professionals home health care professionals. Uh, and so what we do is we take uh, travel nurses in particularly, allied professionals, doctors, and put them on short-term assignments to help fill the needs of acute care and healthcare facilities uh, that have a labor shortage. And what we do is we have those short-term solutions where we go in and we'll put a nurse, for example, on a 13-week contract to help a short-term uh, problem in an area. And then we have long-term solutions such as our recruitment process outsourcing solution, which helps us bring in permanent core staffing to hospitals on long-term solutions. And then in addition, what we do is we really go and look to help build supply for this great nursing shortage we have in the country. And so what we do is we help with new nurse grads moving into acute care settings. And we also look to take the subacute care nurses, a nurse who would be in a doctor's office or in a skilled nursing facility and help them skill up to become an acute care nurse. Now, in the nursing world, in the healthcare staffing world, there's been a shortage of nurses for over a decade, an pretty severe shortage. The pandemic only exasperated that shortage. And right now, uh, depending upon the study you listen to, there's somewhere between a 500,000 nurse shortage to a million nurse shortage. Wow. And on top of that, over a million nurses are predicted to retire in the next 10 years. And the, total number of nurses in the U.S. is only 3 million. So looking about a third of the nurses are going to retire wow. in the next 10 years. So then the need to replace those, uh, I guess, would imply that uh, even if the overwhelming hospitalization rate from COVID subsides and goes back to something normal, which is what we're seeing now, that there still is going to be a demand. Will the nurses that um, either began or uh, came back on during COVID stick around? What are you seeing in terms of kind of that emergency staffing status will that longer term trend that you're describing take some time is there going to be like a transition period where some of the covid nurses uh, uh leave or is uh, generally that staffing rate going to stay elevated well we believe the staffing rate will stay elevated uh many clinicians through covid have experienced burned out fatigue and have left the bedside so like as i mentioned really exasperated this, this problem 
the clinicians that came in and joined our contingency labor, our travel nursing world, um, they've got to experience for the first time the quote-unquote gig economy, where they're able to work when they want to work, where they want to work. And what's interesting, before COVID, uh, we were, more than two-thirds of our clinicians were over 40 years old. During COVID and over the last two years, what we've seen is 65%, 66% of our clinicians are millennials or younger, so under age 41. And so we are seeing a trend towards uh, clinicians early in their career moving towards this gig economy. And we believe part of that is because they have loans to pay off and they're able to make a little bit more money when they're traveling and moving in these crisis rates and crisis conditions they have to work on. But part of it is they really have embraced this gig economy to work where and when they want to work. Wow. So it sounds like the, the math behind the nursing shortage is very real, COVID or no COVID. And in terms of the uh, way you're running the business, I mean, just from looking at the basic stats, it looks quite impressive. Your revenue growth has been accelerating over the last four quarters. Uh, analysts expected to remain above 100% next quarter, too. Uh, so it's just been booming on the top line. And then the margin also has been expanding, too, where you just had an 8.2% net income margin in the last quarter, according to the data I see. What do you do with that? Are you going to, is there a way to expand the business? Do you want to get into other healthcare services? Or is this going to go back to the shareholder? Because it seems like you're pretty loaded up as far as uh, the, the, the cash goes and the profitability. Well, we're in a great position with a really healthy balance sheet and a really great cash position. And there's lots of options we have on the table, which we will definitely continue. We're a growth company. We're going to continue to invest organically in continuing growth. We'll also be looking to uh, look at M&A opportunities in adjacency spaces within our healthcare uh, world. And anything that can help our client uh, expand services to our clients so or the areas that we're interested in the M&A. And that would be a physician-type business, a local business, an ally-type business, which is pharmacy, respiratory therapist, mm. uh, physical therapy, and, and education. We also have an education division. And there's a, you know, people don't realize not only is there a severe shortage in healthcare, but there's a severe shortage of teachers in this country right now. And so we will also invest more into that education business as well. And of course, there's always the option uh, for share repurchases and, and, and putting money back into the shareholders, to the shareholders as well. Okay, sounds like a pretty good plan. Uh, well, looking forward to having you keep us posted. Hope you come back and let us know what the latest is. John, thanks. Great, thank you, Oliver. Yeah, very good stuff. Uh, Cross Country Healthcare, CCRN.